0: Hello, dear, dear listener. Welcome to part two of our reminisce through the nineteen nineties. I shall now continue our chat.
1: No, I just wonder I know that when we were talking before, do we also want to explore some of the significant events of the nineties and broaden it?
0: I finished high school. I got my degree.
1: <laughs> yeah, true. I was just thinking more world events.
2: Why don't you all know that I finished high school?
1: Mm, well right, rub it, in, it cool. rub it in, you're a bit younger than I rub it in. I
2: mean we were all there. Yeah, we mm. were there. World events of the 90s let's see if our terrible memories
1: I'll I'll name one that I know that was significant for me and I was actually I think very significant for the country you got your degree I've got mine there as well I got other qualifications (laughs) in the next decade but for me in Australia with a significant event would have to be Port Arthur
2: oh yeah when was that 92 I think
1: 96 96, 96. that late, yeah, wow, okay. And I can still remember just being utterly speechless when I was seeing it and at that time they didn't know the full ramifications of what was going on except it was extremely bad. Mm. And then obviously if there's one thing that came out of it was the change of, like, the gun laws across the country Yeah. without getting into a further political debate about that because some people have their views. Really? Oh, really, some people do. Not everyone thinks it's it's really about gun control anymore, but I don't want to go down that road. Mm. But I just think from an Australian point of view, that changed a lot of things, mm. uh, you know, a lot of things. And uh, it's just, you know, that American comparison, like how many times you got to hear another, another mass shooting in America, which seems to be weekly minimum. And we're struggling to put one together, like one every five or six years. Yeah, oh, that's good.
2: Mm. It was Christmas Day, 1991. The Collapse of the Soviet Union.
1: Oh, God, yes.
2: Which, of course, brought back the Winds of Change song sung by Scorpions.
0: I hate that song.
2: Excuse me. Thank you very much. <laughs> what, do you like it all? Scorpions are one of my favourite bands. And, oh, yes, we heard all of that song to death. But yeah. see, that song was actually written many, many years before, but it just seemed to fit during that yeah. time. So it became yeah you
0: know, you know, um, I think Eddie has a piece of the wall that came down. What? I think he got that through customs. It, he went to he did a trip over to Europe with some friends from school and mm-hmm. I think he came home with a piece of the wall. A tiny little one. But I think he's got one. Or wow. it could be a fake. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, it, it's the second a rock the on the
0: side of the <laughs> Yeah. A rock on the side of the road, yeah
1: did the Soviet Union break up and there was some like uh, countries that gained their independence. When you're thinking of musically, along the Wall Street, there, that's where Roger Waters performed The Wall in 1990 Mm. Mm. and that was quite like a big event, just uh, combining like the music and what was happening at that time. Uh, Mm. Ironically, I was watching a a clip of that the other day and I just, I think it was more of the poignancy at the time that really worked, but that had a whole lot of guest sacks on it. I think that, you know, Another brick in the wall. We don't need education. Was actually sung by Cy- Cindy Lauper. <laughs> yeah, just no, to take it, take I- your mind back to that.
2: Yeah, Comfortably- I can actually remember that.
1: <laughs> Comfortably numb was shared between Roger Waters and Van Morrison. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's not a bad version, but yeah, it's interesting just to have a look at like some of the people who sang some of the songs that you probably would be familiar with around that time. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, Oh, my God, the collapse of the Soviet Union. How big was that? Mm. Yeah, huge. Mm.
2: Um, Then there was, of course, Clinton.
1: Which bit about Clinton?
2: (laughs) Well, you know, I did not inhale. I did not have sex with that woman. No, sexual relations. Yeah, that's right. Um, Sorry. Like, yeah, just let's just leave it at that. Clinton,
1: you know. I cannot get over the extreme double standard because... You got Clinton and uh, Lewinsky both participated in this and I'm not talking about the power dynamic, but Lewinsky's found it extremely difficult to get work and uh, Clinton's not in the same boat. Mm. I don't understand. I mean I mean yes, okay, it was cheating. Lewinsky was single at the time he was married and all that kind of thing it, you know the social consequences seem far different between the two. I've always thought that's just so wrong. Oh, it's mm. wrong, but of course it was going to happen.
0: That's how it's always happened.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, she's a smart woman who, who actually had to move to England to work. She was finding it so difficult to get in America because how recognisable is the name and face? Yeah. Mm. It's very much There's so. There's a brilliant clip on YouTube where she talks about what shame is like at that level. Yeah. And, you know, it's not like she, and she talks about how how unfair it is.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But, uh Benson, wow, you can keep going. Yeah. <laughs> a number of things. There and mm-hmm. move on to
2: <laughs> you were talking about the you know, the gun laws. And mm-hmm. of course in nineteen ninety nine the Columbine shooting. Oh gosh. Was that nineteen ninety nine? Nineteen
0: ninety
2: nine. So that's almost twenty five years ago. Yeah. yeah. And so we were talking about you okay. know Marilyn Benson before and how you know a lot of the people came out and was you know they they actively blamed Marilyn Manson for mm. this and there's an incredible interview that Marilyn Manson makes and I think it's in that Michael Moore documentary about Columbine it is it they're, is they're yep. him and and he's you know Marilyn Manson regardless of what has since transpired but at the time in context what he says is You know, basically, like, let's just look at these kids' home life first that made them perhaps this way. You know, you can't blame external things too much. Totally paraphrasing there, but it's he Mm. just is so articulate in his point in saying there are bigger problems closer to home than what the kids listen to, and you cannot directly blame Marilyn Manson for what happened. And that goes back to the whole. Do you guys know about like the Satanic Panic that went on during the eighties and the whole heavy metal thing in America? And uh, that the was whole the, thing.
1: There, and, was, there was also a British band that went to court.
2: Yeah, Judas Thank you,
1: thank two, you. And that was a whole two young guys. Suicided.
2: You know, yeah. Suicided. Unfortunately, one of them did survive, but ended up dying of addiction. Um, And Judas Priest were actually, you know, hurled up in front of the American courts saying that there were backward messages and in their album, uh, the Stained Class album, and, um, you know, and they were found not guilty. But the fact that that even happened, Mm. you know, uh, is it more about America that they need to, you know, they're not actually looking at the social problems that they actually have? The and root trying causes. to explain, yeah. you know, external things because it's a one-time thing that the kids, you know, are fascinated by and really into rather than the social decay of what is actually happening. Really interesting. You can
0: watch loads of stuff on YouTube about that. Well, there's related to that is Dee Schneider talking to Congress. Absolutely, mm. and that's the whole tip of Gore thing, mm. you know, and look where Al Gore ended up. Like, yeah. wow.
1: Another yeah. big event that I remember of the nineties: um, the release of Nelson Mandela and the change of the, um, the political system there of apartheid. And I think that whole period was between like ninety-one and ninety-four. Yeah, wow. I think just the opening up of South Africa. I mean, now we're talking about close to thirty years where we know it's like a completely different system. But uh, you know, during the eighties in particular, it used to be on the news quite a lot because of like the violence that went on and yeah that's one place that's gone through like astonishing amount of change Uh, Mm. not saying that uh, parts of South Africa are safe my sister can vouch for that when she had to go on a work trip to Johannesburg and uh, she could only go to certain areas of the city and had to be escorted so uh, yeah but uh, the changes there gigantic that's another thing I remember from there I don't know what kind of how it links into music at the time, but I remember probably oh, I, more of the music I, prior to that.
2: Yeah. I think, did they have the big concert and all that stuff? And you know, They
1: did. They did. Yeah.
2: Um, another significant event which happened in 1992 was the death of Rodney King. Oh, oh yes. Yes. You yes. know, so huge change. You know, has it really changed? You know, obviously we live in Australia, so, you know, I remember watching it on television, but you
1: know, who it, knows. Wasn't, it wasn't just the beating that triggered things off; it was the subsequent trial where the officers were found to be not guilty. Yeah, mm. and the LA and That's what that's, what. that's what. That's what triggered everything. Yeah, and I think people are saying, like, how black and white is this evidence? Yeah, pardon and the then, pun. Um, I didn't mean it that way, but you know what I mean. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And mm. then, what's wasn't it? What's his name?
1: OJ. Yeah. You
2: know, oh. how crazy was that? that like, it's was just insane. craziness.
0: Yeah, that car chase Yeah, mm. like, 50 kilometres an hour and,
1: yeah, it was. And the crowds on the side of the road watching him go past.
2: Yeah. And then, of course, one of my favourite things are cults. I love a good cult. Waco. And, of course, the, the Waco. Oh, yes. You know, like, once again, you remember watching it on television. mm crazy
1: business. You know, one of the things that they did in terms of psychological torture is they put these big amps outside the building and apparently well, they, and, blasting, they played and they were blasting music so loud that these guys could not probably think sleep or anything like that. No. Yeah, Blink-182. It, it I heard it was also some ACDC so I'll verify yeah. that. I will but choose the thing
2: rather than listening
1: to ACDC. <laughs> but it was essentially it was a government siege yeah absolutely and yeah. that's what it was it's was such an unusual tactic i'm not saying that the cult were innocent or something like something like that but the tactics or something like i've uh, got to check it multiple weeks siege before they actually finally finally closed in when was the last time we I think we saw something like that i'm not sure yeah crazy it's all crazy
2: so, some of your favourite bands of the 90s, they're all touring again. So, mm.
0: yes, yes, which I think was possibly why I started thinking about it as a topic. Shame I have nothing to contribute to that topic. Yeah, I've, I've noticed there's quite a few touring again, and it's like, oh, they must be taking care of their pension funds to be wanting to tour again.
1: Of the bands who actually started in the 90s, is a bit of a criteria. I would certainly see Stone Temple Pilots, even though their lead singer is no longer with us. I think their energy and some of their music is great. Uh, That MTV acoustic set is just absolutely brilliant, especially their version of Plush. Whether or not they're going to tour again with a different singer, I don't know. But, yeah, band that started in the 90s, I would certainly see them again for the first time. Faith No More I saw a few times, really enjoyed that. And probably like a couple other bands. I think it'd be interesting to see Beck, just uh, you know, genre like completely different. But uh, yeah, who would I see? Probably the one band that started in the nineties. Who I didn't see, Stone Temple Pilots.
0: Who I would see would be Foo Fighters. I don't. I don't
2: need to say anything oh, about. Okay. <laughs> okay. I saw them all. That was that was short yes. and sweet.
0: Yeah, but yeah. do you want to see them again? Uh,
2: so bands that I would like to see again. Well. I'm seeing the Smashing Pumpkins again. Mm. They are my top three bands that I've ever seen. I saw them in Sol- at Selena's. Absolutely incredible. Like blew my mind incredible. And so I'm hoping it can be that again. I'd really love to see Roland's band again.
1: Um, Won't happen, I
2: think. Won't yeah, happen. I know. That was just, I've seen them a couple of times and I saw the hard-ons with... Henry Rollins as well. That was amazing.
1: I'd oh, really they like to see They're
2: that. coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Henry Rollins is on tour, but he does all the speaking stuff. But the hard-ons, you know, sort of play around a little bit. Not much. Other bands I'd love to see. I don't know. I, I've never seen Radiohead, so I think I would mm. love to. It wouldn't sort of be like, you know, a typical concert that I would go to where it's all, yeah, thrashy and yeah and people getting into the crowd, but a lot of people would be standing around, if not a venue that's sitting down.
1: you got to listen is, to them.
2: Yeah. But then I went to see um, Bikini Kill the other week at the Opera House, which was quite bizarre. The last time I saw them was at the Annandale Hotel. <laughs> so polar apart. There was lots of people my age there. It didn't have the intensity or the acoustics for a, you know, punk band at the Opera House. And while the band were amazing, it was a little bit disappointing because it wasn't a vibe. And I can't think of anyone else,
1: don't know. Any 90s bands that should have never existed. And I think I go with most of those manufactured boy groups. That was just too much. Oh, look, you know, they all, you know,
2: manufactured boy bands, aren't they? If you think of the Osmonds and Bay City Rollers, yeah, they may not have been manufactured, but they were all there, you know, yeah. all the way through. I don't know. I don't hang on. Hang on. You, taught, you taught me this. What do they have? What do, What's this called again? No, no, that's, that's yacht rock, darling.
1: That's got nothing to do with... Yeah, but they, some yeah. of them still do that when they're pouring out yeah. their heart in the song, you know what I mean?
2: But you have to have it from the beginning. So I, I yes, it's hard to describe how much I love and hate the double fist drag. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate that they are doing it.
0: <laughs> well, dear listener, I don't know about you, but... The 1990s do not seem like 30 years ago. The music does not seem like 30-year-old music. And the people we were talking about, dear listener, I get a surprise when I see photos of them and they're now all in their 50s and 60s and 70s. It just blows my mind. I hope you've enjoyed our chat. I hope you join us again at the podcast with no name and... There will be some episodes coming up again because we are now in our recording season. Until then, see you later, Sid. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you very
1: much. I've enjoyed
0: this. And thank you, Captain, for joining us. I know you are being the every woman to every one person at the moment and will be for the next little while. So thank you very much for your time and your thoughts. Oh, you're too kind, you're too kind. Not really, not at all. You're amazing. (laughs) Until our next episode, dear listener, take care and good health. Bye-bye.
1: Enjoy. I don't even see my dress on. Sexy for who, Sid? Well, there's got to be an audience for that.
0: I'm sure there is. I'm just not sure <laughs> where or who that audience is going to be. Maybe
2: we'll pick up a whole new audience.
0: <laughs> That's only if we become a visual medium.
1: <laughs> you Radio. Have to use your imagination. Yes. The voice uh, goes, fluctuates, it gets husky, gets normal, yeah. goes husky, yeah. it gets normal. Yeah. And the only thing is people are saying, look, um, do they still have those double double five services because you can make some money? Out yeah, a bit of think.
0: Yeah, no. Someone else say something. while I have a think. Um. <laughs> well, that'll be
1: that'll be cut out a bit later on. <laughs> you think? I, well, ladies and gentlemen, you're about to hear the intro and outro. Queen. I'm
0: just got to go to the loo. I'll be back.